0: Welcome to episode 56 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. Shane Wright, he goes from his first NHL goal to Team Canada. Having a good week there. Uh, The Kraken have ended the skid. I was a little worried for a second, but they took care of business, as good NHL teams do. Uh, Next man up, Big Rig gets suspended. Schultz gets boarded. And then we got to talk about some waves going on, right? So who's that? Uh, And coming up later on, we've got the week that's going to happen. We've got to talk about the week that was. In No dumb Questions, why did Big Rig get a suspension on top of a penalty? Great question there. And in our three stars of the week, Joey's been a busy man lately, living life and watching some good shows. And uh, I've been doing the same thing in an RV watching hockey. We'll explain in this week's episode of What Lies Beneath. Welcome to The Kraken Pod. Let's go. Jeff Janutek, this is my friend and co host,
1: Joey Cirillo. Dude, that was smooth. He came in with the chills. You like that? Uh, I I was feeling like some like Barry Manilow type shit. Dude, I'm laughing so hard, and people are going to say this too. We have to leave it in there. This is how I know that we're still not fully functioning because we're recording this. It is Tuesday morning. The podcast is going up today. And you referred to the show as "Welcome to What Lies Beneath." Oh, and I, I was trying not Come to on. laugh. Come on, were-
0: <laughs> I was going to say something about it, but I just kept going. The,
1: the rest of the intro was great. No, we have to call it out loud because other people are going to as well. So we have to get, we have to jump in front of it. It's totally fine. Well, we officially in, the intro was great. The intro was great. We're still waking up. Hell yeah, was it was. Crazy. Don't
0: don't mess with my role. I mean, I was really <laughs> rocking, dude. So like, I, I I heard it, but I just kept like a professional, like yeah. you know. When Allison L says uh, uh, shinny hockey," mm-hmm. but you know she tried to cover it up, she actually said "shitty hockey." But she, you know, she, oh, shitty hockey. She just kept um, going. Okay, putting this on. She just Allison. kept going. What you know what mean? Doing she didn't stop. I mean? That That's that what the doing. pros do. They just they if deflect. They st- yeah, they, if they no, pros, if they make mistakes. Yeah. They keep going. They don't draw. If they say like, <laughs> well, the the uh, the uh, the perp was fucked up, you know, like they don't they just keep going. If they say it wrong, they don't go. Oh, oh god, I'm so sorry for that. They just keep going. So I mean. Now we're now we're in the depths. I don't know. I really. The we're only already I- in
1: the depths. We're already in the depths. All right, it's getting a little got, a little weird here. We got can a we, lot going on. We have to. Can we um, Before we get into the Kraken reaction, you wanted to mention, and we're wearing their hats right now. So go ahead, please. Waggle golf, waggle golf. golf. I love these
0: guys. Waggle, 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 waggle. Uh, so here's here's what's up. Is you know we gave away. Uh, Uh, We had some, we got these sweet hats, right? We had a sweet code. We've worked something else out with these guys. Love them. They make sweet uh, golf apparel, right? And they have some Kraken themed stuff. And they hooked us up just before Christmas and said, hey, you guys want to do a giveaway? We said, hell yeah, the Kraken pod wants to do a giveaway. So we are currently via Twitter. If you go to Twitter, Search at Kraken Pod. You'll find us there. And we are giving away a sweet Kraken golf shirt from Waggle Golf and a sweet. And you can see him. We well, can't see them, But the, we're both rocking this sweet Kraken golf hat. And they're just the colors are like fire. Uh, and as a 43-year-old man, it's Ooh. weird for me to say fire. But all this awesome swag could be yours. A sweet golf shirt and a sweet hat. All Krakened out. Check it out. Go to Twitter at KrakenPod for our Waggle
1: Golf giveaway. So get on that right away. Yeah, love their gear. You uh you summed it up perfectly. And the last thing I'm going to say is genuinely love their products. Like they they were nice enough to give us these hats. And I don't know what the material is made out of, but it's very breathable uh in the back. And I just like the uh whatever the hell it's made out of, they did a great job. It's 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 a top-tier hat. I wear it every day now. So shout well, out to
0: You them. know what, though it's it's like it's perfect for golf. So like that's my that's my that's one of my thing. resolutions. Yeah, you, yeah.
1: Gotta, you put a freaking ball in the hole. You sent it home from like a hundred yards out. I remember. Hold that bitch. Um,
0: your muffs. <laughs> Sorry, just messed up. Sorry, Waggle Golf. You're the uh, one going
1: off on a tangent this morning. I
0: know, I know. No, but anyway, right. Kraken Pod on Twitter giveaways going on through Friday, right? Friday of this week. Uh, Thursday, Thursday before puck drop against uh, against Carolina. Ooh, I like that announcement move there, Joey. Good job like on that, that? tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's. We had a weird week, but you know, I think it ended up uh, being good. Ended on a good note. Let's get right to it. Let's get into your Kraken reaction. I, I can tell you this, Joey's. I don't like having like three days before a game. I, I don't I didn't like that Tuesday through Friday. Like, I, I just okay. I feel like the team sat and stewed on that loss to Montreal, which which honestly sucked. I thought they were going to win that game. I, I, I think mm-hmm. I called the Caps loss, but um, I don't know what it was. I just didn't like those three days. It felt weird. It was a weird feeling week, although December is always strange because it's the holidays and everybody's kind of off a little bit, too. So, yes, anyway, so we went, uh, you know, uh, one and two last week hmm Let's start with Tuesday Night Montreal. Awesome game because it was that revenge game. game for Shane Wright, and he did it. He did it. Uh m- you know, my DraftKings Sportsbook bets didn't pay <laughs> off. But I did put money on Shane Wright scoring and it happened, which is pretty awesome. Um, uh, by the way, I've been on this crazy losing streak, which is I'm I'm I don't think I can put out my good vibes better, you know, parlay bet
1: of the weekend. Hey, good vibes right. only, man. Don't start getting negative on yourself. I uh, know the I'm reason so... why that the, it's the good vibes parlay. That's well, the reason why.
0: I think I think now that we got that win over the Panthers, uh, you know, but anyway, so let's go back through that that game uh, versus Montreal, uh, which was awesome to see Montreal visit Climate Pledge Arena and to see Shane Wright in front of the home crowd do his thing, get his first NHL goal. It was a sweet, sweet game, even though we lost.
1: Yeah, I just it was a really weird game, because if you look at the score and, and they ended up losing, what was it, four to two. But if you look, if you watch the actual game, like the Kraken were the better team, in my opinion. The entire time they outshot Montreal 33 to 16 Shane, Wright, Like you just mentioned, got his first NHL goal and he did it against the team that should have drafted him first overall, blah, blah, blah. We love a good storyline. Right. And um, I don't know. It's just, it was a really weird game. Like the, the Kraken, I thought were the better team. I have to also shout Jake Allen, uh, the goaltender for Montreal. The guy had 31 saves. He stood on his damn head. There were multiple high danger chances, even for uh, for Shane Wright. Like he could have easily had a hat trick, and that's not me uh, being a homer. That's watching the game and being like, man, they're putting him in some really good positions. He's putting himself in good positions. A lot of high danger chances, and the Kraken just weren't able to convert because he was making incredible save after incredible save. I thought it was interesting how after the game, uh, when Shane Wright was asked if there was some motivation uh, to play against the uh, to play against Montreal, he said maybe a little bit. I think. Um, So that was really interesting for him to like show a little bit of his personality and open up afterwards, dude. He looked so loose and so much faster and comfortable out there after spending time in Coachella where he, you know, he had the four goals in five games while he was down there. So I think his development plan, uh, you know, is going according to plan at least according to uh, Ronnie Francis and Dave Haxel's plan. And then two days after that game, they actually sent him over to Canada. So how are you feeling about that? I think it's great.
0: I, I, he's got to develop, so he got he got that you know he got that momentum going. He got yeah. that first goal, and now he's going off to do his thing. I mean, you know, I don't like Team Canada, but uh, you know, he's Canadian, yeah. so he's got to go do that thing. And I want him to go rock the world over there. So let's go Team Canada. Let's go Shane Wright. Um, I love that they're going to continue to develop him and uh, let him do his thing at different levels, and then he'll yes. be ready for the NHL at some point. I think we you know we're riding the Matty Baneers wave right now, so oh my we're God, yeah. We got that youth energy. We're a yes. young team. So let's let let's let let us Shane do his thing and the next year. Watch out.
1: So we have to touch on this really quick because you said you don't like Team Canada. And I, you know, again, brand new to hockey. I'm still trying to figure everything else out. So for those that don't know, he was lent to Team Canada for the 2023 IIHF World Junior Championship. Didn't you refer to that as like the Iditarod International uh, Championship or something like that where it's like dogs on skates? I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what it is. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. it is. He's team Canada dogs on skates. Uh, Some quick history. It's been since going since 1977. They play uh, annually since 1977. It starts in December. It goes through early January. So we're going to see him back with the crack in early 2023. It features the top players in the world underneath uh, that who are under 20 years old. Shane Wright is one of those guys. He's going to represent for team Canada. It's a big freaking deal to them. Like Jordan Eberle played for team Canada back in 2009. They won a gold medal. And then he was like enshrined as one of uh, the great players to play for Team Canada. Uh, the U.S. does not participate. So, with that being said, for IIHF, do you have a rooting interest? Are you like too busy to give a shit? Like, do you have a specific country that you root for in this thing?
0: No, I don't. Uh, I, I don't really pay too much attention to it. I mean, I, I would like to. Just being really super honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I but I, I pay attention to some news. It's kind of cool. I, I got to tell you, is I mentioned this many times on the show is since moving to Louisiana, you know, what, 2014, 2013, really I've lived mm-hmm. in the South for a long time. I have not watched a lot of hockey. I've always, hockey is yeah. my number one sport. I've really, you know, I've always been into it, but I didn't watch it until I started this thing with you and, and really started getting into the Kraken. So yeah, I am finding more time to watch more hockey. So saying that, I think, um, I will,
1: I will most likely try to watch this thing, which is pretty cool. So it, I will too. Um, being brand new to hockey i've never really paid attention to anything with the ihf before but you know dogs on skates i did a rod how can i not pay attention to that i wish the u.s had a had a rooting interest in it i wish we had a team to root for but it's all good canada is freaking stacked it's not just shane Wright, uh like Connor bedard and all those guys like they're the heavy favorite to win the whole damn thing and i think as far as you know, his development goes, I think this is great because he's playing against really strong, really tough competition. These guys play fast. They're really smart. I mean, it's the best players in the world within his age category. And on top of that, there's a lot of pressure on him to perform at a high level. So I think that those things combined and him coming back to the crack and no matter what happens, I think it's a really positive thing.
0: Actually, and to uh, Joey, I I just looked it up real quick because I was it was a little compute. The team yeah. Team USA
1: does play in the I. Oh, they do. What the hell? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm an idiot. I'm getting old information. I'm probably citing sources from 2013 on freaking Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. So that's my bet on that. So never mind. No. I guess USA so doesn't have a team. What
0: the fuck? We we do. It's all right. You know. Hey, look, man. Political relation. Who knew? For like, honestly, for like. A- I didn't correct you because I was like, "Oh shit, did I miss some
1: political upheaval or something?" Like, no, no, I just thought they didn't like they weren't in, invested enough because they're like, "Well, hockey isn't really that big of a thing in the U.S., so do we really need a team?" But Joe, okay, hold stand up,
0: green. record scratch.
1: <laughs> hold up. I'm sorry for being honest, Jeff. I'm sorry. No, for it's being not honest. honest. No, it's you're no, no, you're wrong. Uh, you're okay, wrong. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not wrong. I'll I will debate this all damn day. Please go ahead.
0: Okay, this is where I'm going to call. I'm calling new noob to hockey. Like this is the only thing in the past year and a half that you I, that we disagree on in the hockey thing because U.S. Mm-hmm. hockey.
1: Mm-hmm. This is I've been following my whole life. U.S. hockey mm-hmm. is better than it's ever been. Ever. Not, I did. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not debating that. I'm just okay. saying that there's a lot less people in the U.S. that give a shit about hockey in its totality. If it's a Thursday night and it's a it's premier it's a that. premier matchup and like the and, a, and like. In the NHL, I like, think of like the top two teams, it's like Boston is playing against fucking, I don't know, the Rangers. I, I don't know, just whatever. And and then you also have a Thursday night football game, and it's like the two and six Carolina Panthers versus like the one in the one in seven uh, Atlanta Falcons. Guess what? Those those NFL numbers are going to dwarf NHL by like 20, oh, dude. So Look, I, 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 I agree with you. Special. I agree with you. As somebody who's you know newer to hockey and watches a ton of games and is heavily invested and falls in love with the sport more and more every day, the reality is like the group that watches hockey is very tight knit um, because the community isn't as big as other sports. Which which I'm hoping we can fucking change. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this thing that we're no, no, no. doing. We're trying to I get think, people indoctrinated.
0: No, we we uh, then then we are on the same page. And you are I, I agree with you 100. percent. I thought you were trying to say which I just like I got like you know, white hot anger in my eyes. I thought yeah. you were trying to say that Are you blacked out.
1: I saw it in your I eyes. Did. I
0: blacked out. I was trying to, I, I was thinking that you <laughs> said team USA was not very like, not good and not invested. Oh, in God. No, 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 no fans. No. Yeah, no, you're right. No, people don't. First of all. Yeah. The, the As a whole, we, the United States does not give too much of a shit about hockey, at least as a whole. Uh, and then, especially when it comes to the IHF, so the, the, they don't. So anyway, so I agree with you. Your record stands. You are still a hockey uh, savant. So I'm going to give you that. You've come come along quickly. <laughs> You're a prodigy. You're a prodigy. A hockey prodigy. Thank you. I'm like Austin Matthews, but better. So long story awesome, short is, is screw the world, Team USA. Let's go.
1: All right. Yeah. You USA. Uh, uh, <laughs> especially after the World Cup fucking debacle. Anyways, moving on. So Tuesday we lose to Montreal. Uh, and then the Kraken, like you said, we have to we- wait three days. I personally loved it because um, I'm, I had a crazy busy week, so it gave me an extra night to kind of get my shit True. together. Uh, and the Kraken, you know, they fly across the country, and we're playing the Washington Capitals. who we just had, um, you know, a pretty decent win against at Climate Pledge Arena, playing against a team that's starting to figure th- some things out. Now we're in their barn. It's a Friday night, and we end up losing 4-1. to one. You know, Inter- interesting game. That's I, I don't I don't have many notes on it, but uh, I wasn't it wasn't too enjoyable.
0: Now, interesting game, revenge game. Yeah. And, um, you know, they got the revenge. And so that that division, the Metropolitan Division uh, is getting pretty good. The caps are yes, they're heating up. Mm-hmm, the caps are heating up. Uh, I was looking at the standings today. You know, they're like a few games over 500 and that whole division is pretty solid. So we met a team on the rise and they, yes. they, they did their job. Um, but yeah, it was a totally weird game because a bunch of weird stuff happened. Also too, we, we lost, which sucked them, and, and two losses in a row. I honestly, I honestly, and I'm not going to look up the stats. Maybe you got them. I don't
1: remember the last time that happened this season. Yeah, no, it was weird. It was kind of like two ships passing in the night for the Kraken and the Caps for this game because you have the Kraken who have been on a heater all season and this game they end up losing their third in a row. Meanwhile, the Caps win their third in a row and that's their longest win streak of the entire season. Uh, Marcus Johansson, he ends up scoring against the Kraken and he becomes the first former player of the Seattle Kraken to score against his former team. I thought that was really interesting Big cat with his deep V and all he got the lone goal for the Kraken. But the big news for me, not just like the three-game uh losing streak here, and everyone's starting to be like, oh shit, here we go. Here's the thing: it's a long season, there's 82 freaking games. But the biggest thing for me was Elixiac. So Elixiak with the hell uh with the elbow to the head of Alexander Alexiev. Um that that was a mouthful. So That that was interesting because seeing him get the match penalty, seeing him get in the five minutes and the suspension afterwards, like you get booted from the game. The commissioner has to review it. We'll go into it later. But him getting booted from the game is not a good sign, especially because, you know, a suspension is looming. And the Kraken have lost three in a row. So everyone's like, wait a second. So the big rig, you know, our our biggest size-wise defenseman, gets tossed from the game, elbowing dudes in the head. And it was a, it was a bad call. I don't think – I mean, a bad play. I don't think he's a dirty player. I think shit happens. You're going really fast. It's hockey, whatever. Uh, ha- uh, Dave Haxel afterwards said, our group is strong in the dressing room. We have to remain confident and do better than we did tonight. So I like it, man. I like the message of positivity moving forward because, again, it's a long season. There's 82 games. Yeah, they've lost three in a row, but this shit is going to happen – to great teams, to bad teams, you know, throughout the course of a season, so you kind of like have to ride the wave. So I think this comes down to to something here is uh,
0: very simply put, and I, I I didn't look at the total shots for the Florida game, but this, the the Kraken outshoot a team, they win the game. I mean, that's it's it's not the case totally, but yeah, we got we got outshot thirty eight to twenty six, so giving yeah. up thirty eight shots, that's pretty rough. It's a lot of uh, shots. It's a lot, a lot of, of shots, shots, but if we outshoot a team, we win the game. I felt like typically, unless it's Montreal, which was an anomaly. Yeah, ex- exactly right. I feel like the energy kind of got sucked out in Montreal, and then that energy carried into to Washington. Yeah, and then I feel like I feel like. Even in the Florida game, the energy didn't really come back until
1: probably like, you know, when, when they started scoring, like, you know, towards the end of the I second period. I, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about that now. I think the Maddie Beneers goal really reignited the team in the fan base. Like, okay, Maddie beers for Beneers. He scores first period. Like, let's do this shit. I felt really good after that. But I agree. The three days off after that weird loss to Montreal was it was a strange feeling, man. It was kind of like a cloud hanging over the head of the team. Absolutely. I think it's an
0: energy thing. And, you know, I, I honestly, I think the team energy leader, one of them is Matty Beneers, how quick he is, how fast he is. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when the Kraken were on their tear, um, which they could totally do again, everybody was flying around and I feel like the energy just wasn't there. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, there's a million different things that could happen, but yeah, it's all that energy.
1: And I think that's what happened in that, in that game
0: against the caps. Yeah, I agree.
1: So it's interesting too because, for example, of like energy wise and not knowing what's going to happen. By the time this this episode comes out, it's going to be Tuesday night. Uh, the Kraken are still on the road. They face the Lightning. That's a tough matchup. But if we're still talking about Saturday against the Florida Panthers, this is a revenge game. It's in their barn. Uh, they're a good team. They're starting to really figure things out. And the Kraken end up winning at four to two. Uh, Spencer Knight. He's at their, their goalie. He was out with an illness. I also know that because he's on my fucking fantasy team. He's killing me. But anyways, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, he gets to start in net in his place. That's a pretty solid one-two uh, tandem, if you ask me. But it doesn't matter. The crack and light a month. They end up winning the game 5-2. to two. And I say this is a revenge game because this is the game from a week ago where they're at Clement Pledge Arena. There was some, like, really bad calls and some missed calls everyone's pissed off it's home ice we're like, what's going on and Florida takes advantage and they beat us so Kraken come in they're on a three-game skid I'm looking at it and like you I'm, I'm thinking anything can happen what's going to happen here like Big Rig Big Rig is obviously missing the game we're on the road tough team whatever whatever uh Beniers gets it going he gets the goal in the first there's a bad turnover in their zone he takes advantage of it puts the puck in the back of the net uh, Eberly was great in the game. Data Energy was shining high. Like, Eberly had a goal. Uh, Data Energy for Jonesy, he had 23 saves and some serious highlight saves as well. Um, my biggest thing talking about a leadership standpoint is the dirty hit, which, by the way, I think it's bullshit that it wasn't reviewed by uh, NHL player safety and the commissioner. But the hit from Lomberg which is kind of like a revenge hit because there's like a, a weird like swim move from Justin Schultz to like get by him and he kind of like caught him on the neck a little bit. But dude, he boarded the living shit out of Schultz. I mean, he pinned his head to the fucking boards. It takes him out. Uh, he gets he gets the penalty on it. He gets kicked from the game. Um, but immediately afterwards, I love the leadership of Maddie Beneers, man. He skates right up to him and just starts throwing fisticuffs. I think this is, and I might be wrong on this, Jeff, but I think this is the first time that we've seen Maddie get physical like this with somebody in the middle of a game. He doesn't strike me as that type of player, but man, the leadership on a 20-year-old kid to, like, without hesitation, skate up to Lombard and defend his teammate like that after what was clearly a dirty hit, to me, like, that shows me everything I need to know and another reason why I fucking love this guy. You can tell that Maddie Beneers is
0: just... All things that are good when it comes to hockey, he's got personality. His team loves him. They love him because he's got personality off the ice and on the ice. He's got that fire. He plays hard. He cares about his teammates. I mean, the kid just—he—he—he's a water bug out there. I've—I've I've heard that term, you know. I he like just that. Danced, he dances across the ice, which is what, it, dude. Why was I so fired up all last season about possibly possibly getting Johnny Gaudreau? We. We've gotten better than Johnny Gaudreau. We've got a small forward that just flies around the ice and has lots of energy. We've got somebody who's passionate. We've got somebody who loves where they are. And you know Johnny Gaudreau is now in Columbus, and he's kind of like you know off the. He's just enjoying his family life, and mm-hmm. and he would not have been a good fit in Seattle. We got that dude. We got a better version of him, and that's Matt Veneer, a lot cheaper for now, <laughs> a lot cheaper. I was actually so let's talk about Maddie for a second, and uh and Schultzy, phew, God man, that was that. Yeah. It was a brutal I'm, hit. Like, it was a, it, it was, was it was a
1: dirty fucking hit, man. Yeah, and uh, glad is going to be okay. But All we think it's going to be okay. I was I made a note because we had to call up. Uh, Gust- Gustav Olafsson from Coachella to replace him uh, short term. So we don't know. We haven't gotten an update, but I hope he's going to be all right.
0: We'll find out tonight, I'm sure. The, uh, with the Tampa game, some updates on it. So that'd be kind of cool. But yeah. Maddie Beneers, I loved it. There was talk I saw on Twitter. Uh, what you know was it a Gordie Howe hat trick? Uh, you know, with the goal, the assist, and the um, and the and, and the fight. It wasn't a fight. It's not a fight. a fight. Yeah. Yep. Not a true fight unless you get a, a fighting uh, yes. major for it, right? So, um, but that's not to take away from his energy and his spirit. He got right in there, mucked it up, went right after that dude, and just did what he needed to do. Yeah. I uh, everybody's talking about Maddie Beniers, as they should. This kid's electric. He is easily the the lock for rookie of the year, getting that Calder Trophy. Calder and- baby, easy money. I forgot who it was. Was it Emerald City Hockey? Who's just killing it, by the way. Love those oh, guys. Crushing right? it, yeah, they're killing on that podcast. Um, I think they put something out yesterday where I don't know if they put it out themselves or they shared it from somebody, but they put out like Maddie Beneer's real contract value, like what he's making right now is peanuts because he's a rookie, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's worth, according to what he's doing on the ice, something like nine million per season. Wait, and fuck
1: off. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so they basically, they basically lined it up, you know, compared it with like, okay, all the other contracts in the NHL, what, who's getting paid what, what are these people worth? And it was something like eight or nine million a season, which is totally right because this guy's just killing it. He's just out there lead, being a team leader in everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, and just, just, he's he's worth it. So, you know, as long as that energy keeps going uh, and he stays healthy, knock on wood, you know, Matty yes. Veneers is incredible. So what I loved about that game is, First of all, the Kraken road record is incredible. I mean, like they're they're like what, 10 and 2 or something crazy like that on the road. Um one of the best road uh records in the NHL. So this week mm-hmm. having two away games is actually pretty awesome for us. Maybe there's less pressure, I don't know. But I don't know. um anyway, I love that because it was for me it's just a weird week. I don't know why, just a weird vibe week. Yes. Yeah. And kind of flush that with that game because everything about it like I loved Gianni's uh open Net goal. It was all effort. Um, just just everybody seemed to get back on the horse. And I feel like you're going into Tampa, right? And you're going up against, you know, uh, Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay, right? Um, you know, guys who uh, have won the Cup a bunch of times. Uh, they're heating up. They're doing really well. This is going to be another big test. Yeah. And I think the Kraken of 20, 22, 23 are ready for big tests and i think they're going to get this game tonight i think they're going to they're going to realert the league that hey look our skid was a
1: little bit of a skid but we're back on yes. top of things no oh man i i couldn't agree with you more and that's a thing like good teams find ways to win a three game skid is not ideal but guess what again it's an 82 game season there's a lot there's a lot of hockey to be played and these things are going to happen there's going to be weird plays where like you know jimmy olxek accidentally fucking puts his elbow uh you know to the face of some dude and gets booted for a couple of games or uh, one of our guys gets hurt. These things are going to happen. Speaking of record after that win, which again, I think I agree with you. I think is huge. You want to get uh, that momentum going. You want to end the skit, especially going into Tampa. Um, the record against Florida uh, overall is three and one. And we are two and oh, in their barn for whatever reason, like in their barn, we have their number. I fucking love it. I hope Schultz is okay. Uh, the last note on all uh, who got called from Coachella 15 games this season. He has five assists and he leads all demon and shots on goal for them with 2.13 per game. I stole that stat from Allison Lucan, so I have to give her credit for it. But, um, you know, he's he's pretty solid, man. He's been playing really good for Coachella. So I'm hoping that um, I I don't know if it's an exact replacement for Schultz. He's been I feel like he's been a sneaky, sneaky, uh, really good player for the Kraken this year. But hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later. And it's like a next man up mentality. So then we get to move on to Tuesday night, which is when this podcast is coming out against Tampa Bay.
0: Well, you know, if, if you're going to knock anything about us, uh, it's our D, right? Goaltending, pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're scoring goals uh, for the most part, but our D is shaky already. Uh, yeah. Much improved, but um, but you know, not the greatest. And that that doesn't help when somebody who's like a anchor on the D goes down. So no, uh, hopefully, bad. we can just replace uh, stuff. I, by the way, I was just looking at Maddie Beneer's stats. Just you know, why not? Yeah. Um, Getting and- off, to it, looking at those like, oh yeah, look at those nine
1: million dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, that's that's a little creepy, but kinda yeah,
1: <laughs> a little creepy, but kinda yeah, he's got, he's got eleven he's got eleven goals this season, which by the way, I didn't know that Burakovsky had 10, like I thought the silent assassin had like 20 because I swear to God every time that guy scores I I, like I I feel like I watch him score every game. My son was watching
0: the cracking game with me on, on Sunday, which was awesome because it's, you know, two in the afternoon for us. And yeah. that, that, that freaking laser from Berkey. God, I love yeah. shots like that. Just right under the post, right under, yeah. right under the crossbar. Just phenomenal. That's why I love Matty Benier's shot. Cause he just like, he got wide open in front, just, blasted that thing home anyway i'm looking at his shooting percentage this year it's 20 percent 20 percent shooting percentage which is great so uh he's we'll just cranking him. really love that but uh anyway so tampa bay tonight tuesday, uh, night. tuesday night hopefully uh you know the podcast is out and, and uh we enjoy a win i think that's gonna be great but they're a hot team dude they're starting to get yeah. really good again uh not that, not that they wouldn't be yeah um, yep. and then uh, later in the week, later in the week, uh, we move on as the road trip continues, which I love. But Carolina, Carolina's another solid team, really good. So we've got, to,
1: yeah, we have, we have got a week. I tell you what, yeah, back to back, really hard matchups. Tampa Bay 17, 9, and 1, they're third in the Atlantic. They're fringe top 10 in goals scored with 95 on the season. That puts them 12th in the NHL. And they're also fringe top 10 in goals against. They get up 82 this season. That's uh, 11th uh, in the NHL overall. Carolina, um, uh, another good team again, and a really, really, really tough barn to play in on the road. Uh, we played them back out in October. Uh, it was on the 17th and we got fucking destroyed. It was five to one. It was only the fourth game of the season. Uh, so we'll see what happens. They just have a, they have a two headed monster in net with uh, Freddie Anderson and anti Ronta. Um, that's just going to be an interesting matchup. If you can win there, like kudos to the Kraken. but I'm really curious to see how these next two games go down the road. And then finally, we're gonna have to wait a couple days again, but the Kraken return home uh, Sunday, Climate Pledge Arena, to take on the Peggers. And last time this happened, uh, it was November 13th in a game the Kraken should have won. If you remember, and I try to forget it, I try to, you know, mend in black myself on it. But there was 3.9 seconds left in regulation. We gave up that goal. And then the Peggers to go into overtime. And the Peggers end up scoring 54 seconds into overtime. And uh, that was a game where we got pegged in our home barn in Seattle. So that is not something that I hope we repeat again. And hopefully they crack and remember that and use that as motivation to win. So
0: uh, this is a tough week because all these teams are elite teams in the NHL or, or like getting there. Um, this is going to be tough the, about Carolina. The one, the vibe check on that is, all right. So we lose to the Panthers a week ago, right? Yeah. F- yeah. Five to one. We turned it around. We beat them five to two. So I'm going to call five to two just using that direct math, which makes absolutely zero sense at all. Uh, Since they beat us last time we played Tampa five to one, we will now beat them tonight, Tuesday night. Okay. uh, five, Five to two. That's my call there. Now, um, oh sorry, I'm not, I'm not thinking about the lightning. The lightning. That's the the hurricanes. Jesus, yeah, I was like, that's a yeah. What thinking
1: of a different? It's okay. I, I see what you're doing though, and I like it. Listen, man, we got to lay out some uh, good vibes parlay. i not going Need to. It. I'm not going to ruin anything for you. No, thank you for for, but thanks for calling me out. Holding
0: my, my uh, I got my feet you. To the fire on that you. one, but man, I gotta tell you, the Jets are good. Uh, the best, Connor Hellebuck, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, one of the best goaltenders in the NHL right now. They are hot, hot, hot. Yep. Uh, they are atop of the Central Division with 37 points. Now they've lost. Now the, they lost their last game, right? So. I, I, this is really good they're like they have one of the lowest goals against in the league if not the lowest as i'm looking over here let's see who's got the lowest up oh, the bruins are at 58 but they're basically yeah, but we're, like,
1: we're a team that likes to score a lot of goals too and we need to take some revenge for that 3-2 overtime loss that uh, we were clearly the better team so again i'm hoping we use that as motivation and i hope we light them the fuck up so we'll we'll see what happens but we have to get through some really you know two really tough road matches in a row uh, or back to not back to back, but just two really tough row matches before we can even worry about the peggers. So we'll see how this goes. Honestly, if we split between uh Tampa Bay and Carolina, I'll be very happy. But hey, I hope the Kraken surprises and take both. And it's also too, uh, it's an, it's an evening game on Sunday, so um,
0: I kind of oh, like that. Yeah, I do yeah. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. The afternoon game this past weekend was nice, I'm sure for fans, but also it seems like, yeah, you know. But we're mo- we're rolling into holiday week into Christmas week, so people are going to be checked out for the most part, I, I think. So they're going to be ready to party as they should be because that's a big game right there, big Western Conference game, and we got to get a win at Climate Pledge. It's a, it's, a, yeah. I-, I think that's a must. So let's try and get that that game going on. So let's get the energy back this week. Let's keep things rolling. Um, we got to, you know, we got some. Uh, some moving parts uh, being exchanged as we roll into this week, but I'm feeling good again. I do feel good again about this, getting this
1: crack and roll happening. Yeah. I mean, you just summed up exactly how I'm feeling too. I mean, ending the three game skin and the fashion that they did against a good Florida team made me really freaking pumped, man. So I'm ready for these next two games to see how this road trip ends and to to take it from there. Yep. So, Dude, I'm taking a beating right now. Uh, in in my DraftKings
0: sportsbook uh, NHL gambling. Like I my, my I've dried up the well of giving tips to my friends. Like I'm just with it. <laughs> you know what's awesome about it though? Is I, I love using it uh, because they they put out so many different promotions. Like on Saturday, they had uh like a boost for same game parlays. Yeah, uh, of like 20%. So like whatever, you know, odds you got out of a three, you had to pick at least three parts for a same game parlay. They would mm-hmm. boost your odds by an extra 20%, which is pretty neat. So um, oh, yeah. it's fun. I love doing it because it's fun to like, just keep, you know, keep along with follow along with the NHL, throw some cash down with an opportunity to win big. Right. So it's finally time to get going. You've heard us talk about this, the sports uh, book, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. You've got to get this app. If you're a new customer, if you haven't done it yet, you just bet $5 on any team, and you get $200 in free bets if they win. That's it, right? You just pick a team to win, bet 5 bucks, and you'll get $200 in free bets. I did that on the Kraken, and I totally won that bet, which is awesome. So I'm still playing with house money. Although it's uh starting to get a little
1: small. Yeah, you're so, throwing around fifty dollar parlays, man. I mean, uh, you've uh you've you've changed into like a borderline degenerate gambler, and I'm here for the I'm here for the arc of uh, of your character. It's fantastic. It's fun. I'm just trying to figure out this my parlay flow. That's what I'm trying to do. Is like I bet like
0: a couple dollars here. Anyway, it's fun to figure out. I I do enjoy, it, but I, I'm not going to do that again, right? So like the the wells dried up a little bit. So I got to get some wins this week. Although I did bet uh, on St. Louis to win last night. I know. I know. Don't don't get me for betting on Bennington, but uh, they pulled it out over Nashville, so I did win that bet, which is cool. So it's a lot of fun. I, I, I love it. These same game parlays, basically, what that is, is you pick a couple of things that happen, and you can make a small bet turn into a big payout. It's great, right? And then you can combine, you know, multiple bets. You can pick, you know, multiple teams to win that sort of stuff. So there's so many different ways that you can get a big payout by not even spending a ton of uh, money, and especially if you're getting that 200 bucks by betting five bucks. I mean, go for yeah. it. Try it out, right? So DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. Deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game. Get $200 in free bets. If they do, that's code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. We are a proud member of that network. Code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. So let's get into No dumb Questions. This is where we have other uh, uh, teams, other, other podcasts may not want to answer your questions that you have because maybe you're nervous, you're newer to hockey, and you know, you want to a- a- ask a question. That's, they'll be like, that's so stupid. like Don't ask us. We, we, we're, we, we need people who know everything about hockey. Well, we are your podcast, so let's do it. Welcome to No Dumb Questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. All right, Joey, what is our question this
1: week for No Dumb Questions? Um, so this question came from myself and also, um, uh, KPF KrakenPod pod, uh, fam member. And it, I'm trying to freaking I feel bad because I, I, I missed who the individual was that sent it, but thank you, uh, to wh- whoever, did. And the question was, why did the big rig, AKA Jamie Elixiac get a penalty and suspended? So we, we talked about it earlier in this episode, about the elbow uh, to the head. He gets the penalty, booted from the game, and then ultimately gets suspended. And here's the reason why. So the official call was was an illegal check to the head. And because of that, he was given a match penalty. And then I was like, okay, well, what's a match penalty? The definition of a match penalty is, in quote, a match penalty involves the immediate removal of a player or team official. By the way, I love how team official is included in this. Jeff, I don't know if you can pull off some memory from the top of your head about a team official uh, getting a match penalty in a game, but I would love it if you uh, could. Uh, Anyways, uh, so a match penalty involves the immediate removal of a player or team official for the balance of the game and a five-minute penalty or the designated match penalty time shall be assessed. So basically it's like you're going to get an automatic five-minute penalty, but they can't assess the time based upon the penalty itself. Um, And then afterwards, the player is then suspended indefinitely until a commissioner rules on the issue. And then NHL player safety um, are the individuals that deliver the verdict on it. So after he was given a match penalty, you know, five minutes, he's immediately ejected from the game. He is suspended indefinitely. And then what happens is the commissioner is sent the footage, it's discussed, and, and then the commissioner decides on what the exact suspension is going to be. In this case, for Elixiak, he was given three days. I mean, he was given out almost immediately. Like The game happened at night, and by like 7 a.m. the next morning, like they already were like, yeah, you're given three games. Here's what it is. So that is why uh, the big rig was suspended for three games.
0: So I looked it up, uh, yes. And, and yes, the last coach to be booted and given that penalty was the Lightning's John Cooper in oh. March of this year, and it was the first time since 2018 that a coach was pitchforked and tossed from the game for basically arguing with the referees. So that's gotcha. where that's where that happens. Coaches get tossed a bunch, and I was okay. You know, looking at some of this, I, I can guarantee you looking back at some of the more fiery coaches in the uh, NHL. Uh, I can guarantee that there's a bunch of those, you know, like John Tortorella I'm sure has been tossed from
1: a few games. Right. So I, I bet I bet Patrick Wah's been tossed before when he was doing stuff with the abs. You think like when he was on the bench, there's no way he hasn't.
0: I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm I'm trying to find like a list of uh there's not like a I can't find a list on the fly right now. So
1: no no anyways. no yeah no it's an yeah. it's an interesting thing though. I just saw I, I was laughing on the awesome. definition. It's like a player or team official, and I'm just picturing like somebody on the bench going so ballistic that they're giving a match penalty uh by a linesman. So yeah, I was just cracking up about that. But yeah, that is the reason why the big rig was suspended. You know the commissioner has to review it. He was given he was given three games, and unfortunately, he also got five minutes and was booted from the game immediately.
0: Well, I think that uh, it, it, it's it's a uh, you know it, it's th- I think there's some a lot of things that are going on uh, in the NHL. Um, like last night in the Montreal game, Nick Suzuki. Who are they playing? Uh, like I, it was is a quiz. Some of this some of this stuff. I some of these suspensions I think are getting to be a little too much. Right. So like, I do feel like there's a little bit of a wussification of the league in certain ways. Now look, um, you know, certain hits obviously are pretty obvious. Right. But, uh, um, match penalties. Um, I feel like we're in, uh, murky waters as maybe I'm the old man here, but I'm like, what I'm trying to say is this is like, I don't ever want to see the physicality be taken away from, from this game. You know what
1: I'm saying? Yes. so, Wait, wait, I with that being said, then how did you feel about the hit from Alexiak to uh, Alexiev? It's fair. I mean, dude, first of all, the
0: guy's huge. So, I mean, like, he's just, you know, he hits yeah, he somebody seems, and his elbows right. are at their level, right? So, at their head level. So, it's like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just something, some things something's happen in hockey. It's, it's, it's
1: fine. It's fair. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't think he's a dirty player, but I no. think that play warranted the match penalty, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, um it did warrant that and interesting to watch i'm gonna keep an eye on this sort of stuff and see like suspensions and that sort of thing it's always a debate every single year um before we move on from this i do want to mention how about those two in the florida game how about those two broken stick penalties that
1: was pretty funny huh yeah i'm really glad you brought that up because for some reason i didn't make a note about that is that a thing I, I, Can you get a penalty for having a bro? I mean, apparently you can because it happened twice in in one game. And again, I'm watching these things. And like you said, the vibes are already kind of weird, like the the extended week, flying across the country, going to the caps like that game ends up being weird. And I'm just watching all that go down. I'm like, is this like some? like unspoken crack and shit that's happening right now. What is up with like us and linesmen? Like, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So first of all, I forgot who on Florida got that penalty earlier
0: in the game. Um, and so look, broken sticks are part of the game The as soon as you realize your sticks broken, you've got to drop it. You've got to drop it out of your hands immediately. And so two things going on here is first of all, Broken stick penalty happens earlier in the game. Florida, you know, goes on the penalty kill. So later, wasn't it Yanni Yanni Gorg that got called for that? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty Um, sure it was. So – you know, the refs are looking for it. It's pretty easy to spot a stick that breaks. They're pretty loud, right? It's a fiberglass. I mean, it just snaps, right? It makes a loud noise. Yeah. And the ref was looking right at him. He was right there against the boards. And for some reason, you know, you're in the heat of the game. Yanni didn't drop it right away. He did. You know, as soon as I, he made the call, I was like, yep, yep. I was watching because it was like one second two seconds three and it was like got to three seconds and he hadn't dropped it yet i was like oh shit
1: so what's the point of, of skating around the ice though with a broken stick if you know you're going to get a penalty it's not like you can act like the grim reaper now all of a sudden like it's a freaking you know what i'm saying like you're walking like you're skating that's- around trying to, like i don't understand like i guess I'm, I'm trying to understand like if that's the rule where if your stick breaks you're supposed to drop it immediately what purpose do you serve you know like You're gonna like hunch over and like use half your stick, try to skate around and fucking hack at some people's skates. Like I just don't understand what. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: it's that the hockey players are savages, and if they have a. a A broken stick with the shard at the end and a sharp point, they're going to start stabbing people. It's just a fact. Oh, I knew it. Okay. Yeah. You. Okay. Gotcha. So we got to, we have to get it out of these, these serial killers on ice skates hands immediately because they will start, they'll then, they will go into the crowd over the boards, over the glass and start slashing throats. I mean, like, it doesn't matter. Man, woman, child. It's just, just to be mayhem. Blood, blood everywhere. So you've got to protect the, you're really trying to protect the, uh, the crowd from savages. So, um, no, it's just it, it's a, it's a dumb rule, but at the same time it makes sense, right? If that makes any sense at all. Uh-huh. Um, it's this thing. It's a thing you've got to just drop it. It's like uh, you know if you grab the puck, you know like you can't cover your hand, you know you can't grab the puck and, and put your hand over it in certain instances. but you can grab it and bat it down as long as you you know don't hold on to it for like two or three seconds. So it's so like playing like- hot
1: potatoes, a no go, a, a no- go. You can't just like cover the puck up with your hand, start tossing it around. What if if you're a good juggler? You can't juggle it. Is that juggling against the rules?
0: You know what? Maybe we need to do a top, top, top three dumbest rules. uh, You launch into
1: the stands like a t-shirt cannon. You just fire the puck. You just throw it as far as you can. Well, safely, safely. (laughs) <laughs> just got to remember, we've got to protect the crowd because, you know, we're, honestly, they're only
0: it's like just a thin piece of plexiglass uh, away from these like, you know, foaming at
1: the mouth like murderers that could be unleashed. And so thank God this with protection sticks trying to kill people with them, trying to stab people like mm-hmm. uh, Happy Gilmore uh, style. He was the only player yeah. uh, to get a penalty for taking off the skate and trying to stab somebody with it. But that's how all NHL players are.
0: Yeah, like like to honestly, that's why they have the players come off the ice during intermissions. Like the ice people, like the ice girls, they come out and they like kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like scrape some stuff up. It's because, um, you know, like w- the incident, uh, the shish kebab incident of uh, twenty twelve, where uh, mm-hmm. one of the players just like speared like six six of those people with one big stick. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And they all yeah. that's like they were instantly killed. Just like yeah. and then he lifted them up, all six, like, so strong, yeah. he picked up all six cool. on the stick, and he said like, "Look at who's the king now? Who's the?" King? And yeah. it was like. Yeah. And he he, only, played, he
1: he played for the Kings. So I mean the the reference made yeah. sense but the murder the murderous rampage was a, yeah. was a,
0: a bit. And he only got like three games
1: for that one. It's pretty pretty wild. So, yeah, pretty pretty um, quick match penalty actually. That's another match penalty. Yeah. Exactly. All
0: right. So anyway, um <laughs> Before we get into our three stars, I do want to remind you again: uh, is you should totally go to Twitter. We only got a couple of days. If you're listening to this thing, uh, it's before Thursday, December fifteenth. Uh, go to Twitter. We're giving away a, a sweet hat and a sweet golf shirt from Wagle Golf. Uh, the instructions are right there. So, Twitter at Kraken Pod. But uh, let's get into our three stars of the week. This is where we uh, not necessarily hockey stuff, but we kind of rank our, our top three moments from the week. Each of us um, talking about it a little bit. And uh, last week. I went first was that right Joey is it your turn to go first I don't remember
1: yeah I, I believe I went I, you went first last week so I can start off uh, my my third star of the week goes to wedding season so this past weekend uh, you shot me a text like trying to you're trying to figure out like RV and hockey things like there is no room I'm like well no worries because I have yet another wedding the wedding was great I had a blast I'm tapping out I'm done for this season so my third star of the week goes to wedding season. Uh, Fantastic wedding overall. I think the star of the wedding uh, was the food. Uh, The food was really, really great. Another wedding in New Orleans. Really cool custom cake that actually looked like a crawfish boil. Um, I shared a photo of it on Twitter, actually, but just a really cool cake. uh, Really great wedding. Uh, great seeing a lot of people saw some people that I, um, I was with in Las Vegas when I almost died during the voucher party and had to get an IV in my hotel room. Ooh. So yeah, man, it was really, really cool. So it was, it was a good time at the wedding, but I am happy that wedding season is over. I am ready to uh, to turn the page from now. So that. So that's my third star of the week wedding season.
0: Good for you, man. I was, I was telling you earlier in the week on the phone. It's like, man, th- once those things dry up. So enjoy them, right? Enjoy them while you can. Yes. Because eventually everybody you know is either married or uh, if they are getting remarried or something, they're not going to have a big wedding. So uh, or maybe they will. I don't know, so uh, good for you, man. Those are fun. What kind of like what was the best uh, dish? Best food?
1: Oh that's hard. Um, I know you're a food guy so it's they had a, they had a crawfish beignets but like mini ones. So it was Ooh. like a finger food style crawfish beignet that was served and so of course anytime you know someone walked by they're like crawfish beignet. I was like yeah you don't have to ask me. Then I would start reaching for them, like would you like a napkin? I'm like no I'm going to pop this in my mouth no. in one bite. Like I don't Absolutely. need a napkin here. Like I'm going to do the finger I'm going to do like the finger lick thing and then I'm going to with my other hand I'm going to grab another one before you walk away from me.
0: That's awesome. And also
1: wedding, wedding calories do not count. So yeah, I mean, I I've literally never count a calorie in my life. So I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Glad you enjoyed it. You. Um, my third star of the week is this. This is pretty cool. I uh, happen to be on Twitter, uh, which I'm on Twitter way too often, usually just lurking. Um, and I happened across something from the 32 crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Brandon and all of his squad doing great things. And they were selling 32 crew ornaments. They only they only had 32 of them. And uh, I got in. I got in, and I bought one. Oh, uh, nice!
1: Look at that. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'll like, take oh, a I'm gonna print of
1: screen that. Boom. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah. Sweet. Right,
1: cool. Check Snack this to out picture. too.
0: I feel like that I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. It's look. They even put the number on the back. Uh, limited edition. Oh, the edition. limited edition. I like they that. Only, only made 32 awesome. of these handmade curvy in the Greek, really awesome there. Uh, So I appreciate the team for jumping on that. And I was glad to get on that. So I'm excited. I haven't put it on the tree yet. Obviously I'm going to put it on the Christmas tree and I'll take a picture of it. And uh, yeah, so 32 crew glad to support you, man. I'm glad to support our, our, uh, our hockey podcast and and cracking friends. So there you go.
1: That's awesome. I love it. All right. My, uh, my second star of the week goes to the hit HBO series, white Lotus. So white Lotus, they had their season finale on Sunday night, I I was a particular fan of this episode. I thought the finale was great. I thought the season kind of started off slow, but everything came together. I'm just a big fan of the show in general. I don't think there's a ton of like I don't I still don't watch a ton of TV, especially things that have been picking up lately. But this is one of those shows that I love because there's only been two seasons. Uh, white lotus is uh, a fictional resort it takes place at two different locations and the seasons are completely different and all the characters are swapped out minus uh jennifer coolidge's character and um if you haven't watched it i highly recommend it if you have watched it um then you know exactly what i'm talking about i won't give anything away but the finale was on sunday uh season three confirmed is going to be in tokyo which i'm fucking pumped for listen like i'm just a fan of anything well Mostly anything that HBO does, because like their like level of production and quality is so freaking high. So usually if they put out a series, I'm going to watch it. But White Lotus is great, uh, great finale. Sad that it's over. Uh, the season uh, was very, very, very good. So if you're looking for something to watch, watch that. So
0: a couple of thoughts on that is: Do was it better than season
1: one? Did you watch season one? That's hard because I, I think I have recency bias right now because I want to say yeah, even though the first like th- two to three episodes, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really I don't really know if I'm feeling it. But as things start to kind of like take shape and the characters were developing, I was like, man, I'm really, really into this season. But I also felt the same way about the first one. Like the first one was really good. And the cast of characters for both seasons um, are pretty untouchable. Like the casting they've done uh, for, for these shows is, is pretty top notch.
0: Well, um, I do know that somebody tweeted – I wish I could quote this – but somebody tweeted that they should have like a lottery to see who will host, which city will host the
1: next – Yes, uh, like White Lotus, yeah. <laughs> because where where was it? This where it was set where this uh, season? This one, this one was in Sicily, and the season one was in Hawaii, and now they're doing season three in Tokyo. Which, by the way, like to Mike White, who you've seen him in like in an actor and like some comedic movies, and now he's like you know he he writes and he's a great screenwriter w- and producer. But it's hilarious because like he's doing the thing where he's picking these destinations, but it's like he's get, getting to go to these destinations like on HBO's dime to film these shows and like you got to think like to be in that position that's kind of like the top tier that you would want to be in where are like yeah i'm gonna just travel the world and write t- <laughs> write shows about a fictional resort and to be able to do my thing
0: yeah I, I i guess like the you know the tourism in sicily because of this is like exploded so that's why it's like cities should have a lottery also too uh what's his name is mike white is that his name Mike White. Yeah. Mike White. So like uh, he I didn't know this either. I was reading about it today. Um,
1: he is the dude who wrote School of Rock. Yeah. Um, and, and he was in School of Rock. He he plays like one of the dudes in it. And he's like a nerdy looking like kind of scrawny little white. Recognize dude. him.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. A, he's a character actor as well. He's been in a million things. Yes. Uh, he was like in what Zombieland, I think. Uh, He wrote Orange. Was it Orange County? Is that what he wrote? wrote Orange
1: County and uh, also played a little role in there. Yeah, no, he's freaking awesome, man. He's been around for a long time and he 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 gets to do a series on his own and it's fucking great. So, yeah, watch White Lotus if you haven't awesome okay cool so uh that's your second star my second star live
0: music in 2023 i'm just gonna keep it real simple um i'm fired up about seeing the big bands uh tenacious d is coming to may.
1: i'm going there i'm going to that show
0: okay i'm getting tickets we
1: might do the rv trip there oh dude yeah well i mean let me I mean, i'll probably just meet you at the venue but if you want to do a little bit of uh pregame here at yeah. uh at tenacious d i am not yeah. missing that show in may yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fillmore, I gotta get. We got. I gotta get on the ball because tickets might sell out. I love Tenacious D, Damn. and I'm totally gonna go. So I'm pumped for all the like all the big bands. 2023 is finally the year. of Like, okay, we're not gonna have any cancellations. We were a little worried about 2022, so now we're planning world tours for 2023. Yeah. All the awesome bands and, and live music you could ever want are, are gonna be there. So, um, anyway, so that's that's my my second star. What's your number one? I love it. My
1: number one star is just coffee. Shout out to coffee. I just, I don't know what I would do without it. I was drinking some coffee this morning before we started recording the podcast. I'm like, man, I, f- I just, I fucking love coffee, man. I just, every day, it's the first thing I do is make coffee and make my bed to get the kind of, to get the day going. So it's part of my routine. I don't know what I would do without it. And uh, I just, I just, I just love it. I don't know how people go without drinking coffee kudos to you if you can i i need the caffeine kick um but yeah i just i wanted to give a shout out because i i just appreciate coffee so damn much are you a coffee all day guy so i used to be um i used to be like it doesn't matter if it's afternoon or night i'm one of those weird people that i can consume caffeine really late and then just go to bed no problem i've always been that way but with with coffee, it's one of those things where I could, uh, it can mess up my stomach. So I've been trying to slowly wean myself off. So I'm actually downed. I just do one cup of coffee a day. It's the first cup I do in the morning. And that's it. I, I've completely weaned myself off. from like, I used to drink, especially when I was working in sales, I would do like a pot or two to myself a day. Easy. Jesus. Oh yeah. It, it was a lot. I mean, like my grandma, my dad's side is hundred percent German and she would crush like four pots to herself every single day. So wow. me going down to just one cup is uh, yeah. It's like a miracle basically. God rest in
0: peace, grandma. How about she was, she's still caffeinated.
1: Oh yeah. No, she
0: mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So my number, and by the way, I'm the same way. Like I'm one, maybe two, but I got to do it in the morning, anything afternoon. Yep. And I'm screwed for, yeah, for night, screwed. I can't, my, I can't my, sleep. I start
1: shaking. I'm yep. like, what's going on here?
0: Anxiety, dude. dude. Anxiety. Yeah. Uh, my number one star is hockey in Louisiana. Right. That wow. Uh, Joey mentioned it a few minutes ago. So there is a team in Biloxi, Mississippi, a minor league team called the Mississippi Sea Wolves. Uh, the Mississippi Sea Wolves um, they play in Biloxi, which is about an hour from where we live. It's about an hour from New Orleans, and, and I live in Mandeville, uh, which is like kind of north of New Orleans. It's an hour for me too. It's kind of like a almost like a triangle. If you drew a triangle between uh, New Orleans, where I live, and Baton Rouge, it'd be like a triangle, right? So, um, a little bit. Uh, so anyway, they agreed to play two exhibition games in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, as a test to see if maybe hockey fans would show up to, to watch some hockey. Um, so that was last Thursday night, Thursday, the 8th of December. And, uh, I got a bunch of buddies up here, uh, was talking to Joey about it too. And, uh, these guys, they rented an RV. Um, they've got an in this one guy is a doctor dude and check this out. My buddy is a doctor and he does a lot of telehealth stuff and he also does physical visits. So he kind of hacked the system and he found this guy who like once or twice a week will drive him around uh, to his calls while he's on the phone (laughs) doing telehealth. So he's like, he's, he's like got a sweet spot and like, and, and it's not crazy amounts of money that this guy charges for like this. It makes sense. Like he's earning this much, and he's paying like this much mm-hmm. to be driven around. So it's was like, this guy, this driver is awesome. It's all this guy does. He's like, he's got a limo company. He's got a little, he's got an RV, which is pretty sweet. So anyway, he's like, let's do the RV. Let's go. So we got nine dudes in the RV, which was at capacity for the most part.
1: That's a lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. A lot of, a
0: lot of dudes. And we left at about 4.30. The game started at 7. And we, dude, we had uh, uh, a freaking booming sound system in there huge ass speaker in there just blasting 90s hip-hop and we were drinking beers um cruising along we got stuck in traffic but who gives a shit we were in an rv drinking beer bathroom on board like that I is was the ass, way
1: to- or a bathroom on board Dude. because that's the that's the thing that i'm gonna need i have a, I have a bladder of a five-year-old so if i'm yep. crushing beers in an rv i'm uh, i'm hitting the head pretty often
0: Exactly, and that it was awesome, dude. It was great all that was there, super chill. Uh, we rolled up to Baton Rouge. I actually met up some with some friends who were uh going to go who were going to that individually. I hung out with them for just a little bit, got back with the crew. The game was phenomenal. it was weird because it's in an arena like five thousand uh, seat arena, not made for hockey, but the ice was great. They set it up, um, but they had no there was like almost zero accents to the game like they had two scoreboards that they obviously had brought in and hung them from yeah. the rafters and it literally was just like 2 to 1 uh <laughs> you know Mississippi over uh Carolina the Carolina Sea uh, uh rays or whatever they were I don't know stingrays and um but it was the coolest part about it and I actually shot some video I haven't put it out in our account yet which I'll do is uh it was a celebration of hockey in Louisiana it was like people who were just into hockey went um and it was jerseys of all kinds. By the way, I rocked my my Kraken hat. I was the only person I saw there with a Kraken hat, but I saw jerseys from every, yeah, you were every other team. I was proud to represent the Kraken. I knew there was going to be Red Wing stuff, so I wasn't going to rock that. I had to rock the Kraken. Um, and I saw so many, so many people. It was so cool to see. Um, actually, there was a I, uh, near me. There was a dude in a, uh, gosh, what, what wings jersey was he? I think a Lidstrom jersey, a Nicholas Lidstrom jersey. And, and okay. he was with his little daughter. And I was like, hey, dude, like, what's going on? I'm from Detroit. It's cool. I had two beers or th- three or four beers in me. And I'm talking. <laughs> and I, was like, oh, it, there, and I was like, like you from Michigan? And it was zero, zero at that point. I was like, are you from Michigan? It was like almost the second period or at, almost the end of the first. And I'm talking to this dude, and they scored a goal. Uh, the first goal of the game Uh and I was, and I was like, Oh dude, I'm so sorry. And I expected him to be like, ah, it's all no worries. But he was like, ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh man, I'm so sorry. He's like, Oh, it's, it's all right. It's cool. It's cool. I was like, all right, man, we'll have a good game. Enjoy the <laughs> He
1: was like, yeah, stop fucking talking to me, dude. I'm trying to watch this. Hockey That's game. exactly like, what it was. He was, like,
0: he was with his little daughter and he's from Michigan. So anyway, to that guy, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. To, I, I, I get it. I get it. He was so pumped to see <laughs> hockey in Louisiana. I mean I saw a kid, I saw a dude in like a Boston Bruins jersey and he had like a 6 month old in a Boston Bruins jersey and the big you know earmuffs on and like uh and yes. like a little fat, this little fat baby smiling, this dude smiling ear to ear, like so happy to see hockey. His wife's taking pictures of the rink behind him. Like it was a celebration of hockey.
1: Was it sold out? Was it sold out? Like no, it people no, it was like eighty percent
0: though. It was pretty sweet. It was okay. I, you know maybe seventy percent, but like it would lo- it looked okay. big enough to say
1: the p- beers are going up in numbers and the the capacity for the crowd. Yeah,
0: play. yeah, it was people were there. It was it was a good crowd. Although I will say this is my my friends, I give them props, you know, for not not being into hockey at all. They took to it, and we were starting chants, like, let's go SeaWolves, and like nobody was nobody was doing it with no us. No one's we were, doing it. Yeah, we were having fun. Like we weren't being obnoxious, but we were having fun, and um, nobody was getting into it. But We were like, we basically walked away, being like, guys, I'm pretty sure we're Mississippi SeaWolves super fans now, and uh, they're like, this is it. It's like we weren't, in, you know, we weren't in hockey at all before this game, but now we're SeaWolves fans. We've got to go back. So. We are planning a game a, a trip to go see them uh, in Biloxi at some point in the springtime so I'll include you Dude, in that. If you yeah
1: there needs I need to I need to get my way onto this RV for that trip to Biloxi just keep me updated. Uh, I will. It
0: was awesome, dude. It was so cool. Get,
1: I need to get on this action. And then you know what I'm going to do while we're in that RV? I'm going to get everybody to pull out their fucking phone and give our podcast a five-star rating while they're while they're getting dude, nice I
0: talk. didn't do that. I felt. I, and by the way, the last note I'll say is I brought hockey jerseys to wear, um, but then I, I left them in my mm-hmm. trunk of my car because I was like, I don't want to be a super nerd. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how I felt. I don't know you how don't I felt.
1: Yeah, I I get it.
0: I get it. I don't know how I feel about wearing hockey jerseys as an adult, and that's just the changes I've gone through, Joey. Uh, But I have like (laughs) 10 or 12 uh, hockey jerseys, and I kept them in the trunk. And then, of course, after a couple of beers, and I got there, I saw everybody wearing their jerseys like,
1: damn
0: it i should have brought him i know man you should just b- b- do what makes you happy jeff if you want to wear a jersey no, sincere, sincerely i was like i don't know if i want to do it but then i was like you know and i told the guys like yeah, hey, we would have wore a jersey i should have brought them. i was like ah, no. son of a bitch so uh,
1: okay but, i mean it was all it's now like a great freaking time and this is not related but we would be remiss if we didn't mention this we kind of fucked up by not doing it um the Kraken brought on Eli uh, Tolvanen from Finland, a 23-year-old. Do you want to talk about that like for two seconds? Because yeah. it's kind of a big deal. All right. So uh, he was a former first-round draft pick, 2017, National Predators. He was picked 30th overall. Um, he was actually protected from us during the expansion draft, which I think is hilarious. Uh, 135 career games. This guy has had 25 goals during that span. He only has four points this season in 13 games. He's been a healthy scratch over the past seven games. Um, during the COVID, during the COVID season, he played 40 games and he had 22 points, half of which he actually scored on the power play. So the PP is strong with this guy. Um, he's just, he's a former first round draft pick and the guy's 23 years old. He has a, you know, he has a chance to, to rekindle some of that skill. It's not like it's completely gone and, you know, and, uh, it sounds like Ronnie Francis is kind of taking a bet that we can take, you know, a 23 year old that only, you know, five years ago was a first round, uh, draft pick. And as a result of that, Carson Coleman got the wave. So not cool, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sorry. I had to talk about it. Cause it was that joke. Yes. I know. Well, I had to it mention it though because it also is big and uh, cracking news. I mean, there's a chance this guy, you know, gets put on the bottom six and uh, he could score some goals. So we'll see what happens. I think it's just adding depth to a team that already has a lot of guys that can score some goals. So I don't think bringing him on um, is going to hurt him or hurt the team at all, so I'm very excited, uh Coleman this year has had one goal and one assist for the team, so yeah, I think we're uh you know putting a guy on the roster that I think has a little bit more skill than Coleman, so I'm all for it,
0: well, dude, it also too fit Finland's like the top of the hockey world, you know they won the i h f last year they won I did a rod I did a rod, yeah, did a rod right they uh won the Olympic gold, right, so you know, these, these guys are fantastic. So having a fin on the team, not, not a bad deal, not bad, not bad, not bad. So anyway, well, cool. That's pretty much it, man. I'm looking for vibe checks, uh, new vibes for, uh, you know, for this week, I think it's going to happen. we got two road games and, and the Kraken are killer on the road. So I'm pretty excited. I'm ready for, uh, a fresh week. And I'm ready for, uh, the game tonight against Tampa Bay. If you're listening on Tuesday, last, last call, make sure if you're listening, uh by Thursday the 15th before puck drop on Thursday the 15th of December uh, at cracking Pot on Twitter. We're giving away that Waggle Golf hat and golf shirt combo. So go check that out. But uh anyway, Joey, uh have an awesome week, man. Um, anything cool going on?
1: No. Watching <laughs> hockey. <laughs> okay, no, I am watching hockey. I am working a ton, trying to wrap up everything before I am back in Nashville next week for a couple of days, and then I am in, in Boston. For Christmas. So just a lot a lot of moving parts and trying to wrap everything up before I'm hitting the road again. What about you?
0: Awesome. Uh, I don't know, man. It's all it's running the gamut of like we got uh, some birthday parties on Saturday. We got like a uh, we're going on a couple's dinner on Saturday night, something like that. But it's I think it's their first weekend in literally three or four weeks that we're okay. um we're staying here. At, at our home, which is nice, so I like it. I like it. Um, it's been a lot of holiday stuff, but uh, exciting. So anyway, I'm pumped to kind of watch some hockey too, rest up a little bit, yes. um, crank out some work before we go into the holiday uh, hiatus. So um, anyway, but all right, dude. Well, uh, have a great week, Joey, and thank you for listening. Thank you for all the reviews, by the way, too. Joey's been rocking it on Twitter, asking for reviews, which is awesome. We're almost at a
1: hundred on Apple, and we're like in the 80s on Spotify. So please, if you listen to the podcast. And I know you motherfuckers are listening because we look at the numbers. <laughs> Not a can good we- way to get five-star calling yeah. the people. Fi- don't call our listeners. I, always, I only say that because I love them, though. If I didn't love them, I want to oh, be doing what we're doing. Fair. So, you no, know, like, Kraken Pod, uh fam has been really holding it down for us. We're so close. And it really – we get asked all the time, like, how can we support the podcast? Like, people are like, give me your Venmo, I'll send you money. We don't want, we don't want that. Like, I appreciate that. All you can do, like – tell people about the podcast, listen to us and then give a five-star review because those reviews go a long way into helping other people that don't know about us, discover us. So thank you.
0: No, no, actually what we're going to do is we're not just, just, you know, we're going to hook you. And then like in six months, we're going to be like, okay, cool. We're just is now charged per episode, thousand bucks an episode. <laughs> listen, our Patreon
1: for only $2,000 yeah. an episode.
0: We'll have six listeners uh, and we'll be making six grand a month. So I'll be happy yeah. with that. So yeah. there you go. So watch, watch out corporate corp, capitalism baby let's go let's go all right, all right. Help ain't got shit on us <laughs> all right have an awesome week thanks for listening to the Kraken pod thanks for those uh, reviews and we always like to leave you with a chirp of the week and this is where ice hockey players trash talk each other on the ice they are hilarious for some reason they're not really super uh, crazy and fun uh when they're in front of a microphone but on the ice all bets are off. So, have a great week. Let's go cracking. Enjoy your cracking pod chirp of the week.
1: Great win. Way to be a bunch of dogs. I'll see you guys. What's today? Sunday. See you guys Tuesday. <laughs>